welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we are doing episode 116. Mm -hmm. 116. That is Bambi 2. It's part of our quills. Yeah, and uh, why are you? Why do you have something in your mouth? Or you're you're eating something? Yeah, we figured we'd kill two birds with one stone. Okay, have some dinner. Uh, yes, because um, we we're releasing this a little later than normal. Yeah, uh, we've had some family uh, stuff that came up uh, during the weekend where we normally record and release, and uh, we we dealt with that, and uh, and so we're doing our episode a little late. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is a midquel. It is a midquel. What's a midquel? So we've talked about, uh, we talked about like the sidequel and the paraquel. The midquel is one that it doesn't come up as often in video or in movie. Um, you see it a lot more like in literature. Like in these next two, happen a lot more in literature. Actually, a lot of these other quells do like mm-hmm. paracols are pretty common mm-hmm. you know I'm also all that you are um but this is a midquel and, and a midquel is a movie that takes place in the midst of another movie so in the, in the middle of a movie yes so let me it's give you like <clears throat> so it's like a plot that maybe they thought of but kind of cut or what? Yeah, so like when you get like a, a movie that says uh-huh. three years later and then they're doing something else. Yeah. This would be what happens in the three years in between those. Oh, okay. So let me give you like probably one of the best examples um, in movies right now. And actually, of course, it spawns from literature. But like sure. a, a good example of that right now is are the Hobbit movies. So the, <laughs> the Hobbit movies take place. Um, you know, you see the uh the the battle at the beginning of Lord of the Rings, uh, and then they flash forward and say like over time the ring the you know the the ring of one was lost and it kind of talks about the ring and you see it going over time. Well, in that span is when the Hobbit takes place. So the entire like three Hobbit movies fit in. It's basically a midquel. It's a mid. So the entire series Hobbit is series is, is a midquel of the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Okay. Now that's oh. probably one of the greatest examples. So for your listening enjoyment, we're doing Bambi Two. Bambi Two, and we are actually eating veal burgers, venison burgers, venison burgers. We were so sorry. I, was, I meant to say Venice. Bambi was just so sweet and succulent. <laughs> we decided let's have some venison burgers. So we have uh, we got some venison burgers on some sure. brioche buns. Uh, brioche buns. Mm. Let me um, give you a little bit of information. This is a yeah. 2006 movie. The movie went through uh, multiple titles, including Bambi and the Great Prince of the Forest. In fact, that's what it's credited in as under uh, IMDb. IMDb. And the next title was shortened to Bambi and the Great Prince. And then finally, Bambi 2. So this movie takes place during, if you remember Bambi, because Bambi is such a rousing movie that mm. people remember it very well. Um, when Bambi's mom gets shot, spoiler, spoiler alert, by a hunter and dies. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up and um, misses his mom and he sees like his dad out, right? He, uh, his mother gets shot. She tells him to run, so he runs, and um, 
you hear the gunshots going, and then there's like one final bang, and Bambi's walking through a snowstorm because it's winter. Mm-hmm. So he's walking through the snowstorm trying to find his mother, crying for his mom. Uh, and the uh, finds her body. And right about the time he finds her body, this giant stag comes up and says, you know, Bambi, your mother is gone. You know, you need to come with me now. And uh, mm-hmm. takes him away. And you see it fades yes. off into the snow. And then right after that, you get these this song about springtime. It's like a little springtime or whatever it is. I don't remember what it's called. Gay little springtime. Sure, gay little springtime. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it comes back, and now he's got his little antler <coughs> nubbins. Right. Um, but that's that gap from where he walks away with the Prince of the Forest mm-hmm. to when he comes back with those nubbins. Mm-hmm. That is when this movie takes that place. That is Bambi 2 right there. That is Bambi 2 right so there. So we are doing Bambi 2. Um, this movie, a little bit more information about this movie. This movie was... The last movie, uh, the last animated movie to be released on VHS, mm-hmm. the last um, drama to be released on VHS was A History of Violence. So speaking of Viggo Mortensen, because we were talking about Lord of the Rings earlier. Yeah, there you go. Um, so there you go. There's that connection. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. Uh, also, th- this is the movie that broke the record for the longest interval between a prequel, midquel, sequel or its predecessor, previously held by The Wizard of Oz, 1939, and The Return of Oz, 1985, which we did, so go back and listen to Return to Oz. But this is Bambi. To Bam, uh, Bambi was released in 1942. Bambi 2 was released in 2006. That is 64 years. So that this, has to be the longest. Yeah, and this movie was so. actually... So, like, here it was direct-to-video. Right, it's direct-to-video, but it was released... In, in twenty five countries, yeah, there was but not some, here. Yeah, in some European, but that happens a lot. That happened with a couple of the other, uh, mm-hmm. like direct to video things we had here. They actually were, um, you know, they actually went to theaters elsewhere. Mm. This DVD sold about the DVD sold about two point six million copies in the first day. A then record for any movie, animated or not, direct video or not. That's kind of crazy. That's really weird. <clears throat> that people were just just like, I need to know that a little bit more about that Bambi. Some of the voice actors include Patrick Stewart as the prince or Bambi's that was, dad. That well, was the big one that I noticed too. All right. Um how did you how did you feel about his voice work in this? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. When we discuss it, but I want to talk about a little bit more about the uh Ariel Winter from Young, Modern Family yeah. it also provides a voice. Yeah, in she's this movie. Thumper's sister. She's one of the Thumper's one of the sister. sisters. Um yes, correct, right? Mm-hmm. Nikki Jones is Flower. Yep. The classic Flower, the skunk. Well, yeah. You remember? Um and um I think the other kind of name is Cree Summer. She yeah. plays Mina, which is uh, a deer that uh, that the owl goes and finds to uh, watch over Bambi. Yeah, that friend uh, owl towards, the, and and towards the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, I love Cree Summer from um, A Different World and from a lot of voiceover work. 
she needs to uh, get more credit for that because uh, she does a great job. Oh yeah, very much so. She was um, um, she was in a show <coughs> called The Kids Next Door. Cree Summer was right, uh, and she was fantastic in that. And yes. I mean, she's done so much stuff over time. Bambi was voiced by Alexander uh, Gould or Gould, right? Gould. Gould. He was the voice of uh, Nemo in the first Finding Nemo, not Finding Dory. Right. But uh, Finding Nemo, he was Nemo, so he is no stranger to playing, um, you would say, um, kids trying to find, uh, you know, loved ones, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Do we have a plot synopsis for this? I do. It's a different kind of movie. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, it's... Well, okay, so... This I have two things. I have a just a summary and I have a synopsis. Uh, I'll just read them both because neither are going to take much time. No. Uh, so the summary is the story of Bambi growing up in the care of his father, the great prince of the forest. And and that's it. Yeah, and great. pretty much that tells you what you need to know. But mm-hmm. um, the synopsis is picking up shortly after the original movie's end, Bambi follows his father, the great prince, into the forest after his mother's death, and the great prince must teach the young fawn and his friends Thumper, Flower, and Owl. What? How a deer survives in the forest. What does Owl have to do with this? No clue. <laughs> okay. But the great prince finds that his high-spirited son may have a lesson or two to teach <coughs> him as well. Yeah. And the Owl's not in that much, so why are they making a big deal about he's it? He's not like... he's. He's not like Bambi's friend. He's just not like really. the wise old owl. Let me tell you, uh, the owls played by Keith Ferguson. And if you are a fan of DuckTales, and I do mean the new DuckTales that's on uh, Disney, he plays Flint Hart. Glumgold. Oh, yeah. So makes sense. I think that guy's talented, yeah. in my opinion. I think yes. he's funny. That's a really good Flint Hart. Um, and it's a really good, uh, we, we enjoy DuckTales. Go and check DuckTales when you get a chance. Oh, yeah. The newer one. And go check the older one, too. I mean, I'm a fan of DuckTales. Now, I will say, um, so the guy who directed this, I did look him up a little bit, too. So Brian Pimentel, he he has a lot of, yeah, so choked up. He has a lot of writing credits with Disney. It's like he actually wrote uh, Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin, a creepy yeah. movie, Brother Bear, like he, mm-hmm. like he was involved with a lot of these, like these things. That you're like, oh yeah, all right, yeah. Like, and he did a little bit of extra additional story on some. He was the story supervisor on a goofy movie and wrote the screenplay. Sure. Um. So like, and he wrote the story and directed this one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting because like, it doesn't feel like. To me, it doesn't feel like a direct-to-video movie. Like a direct-to-video movie. No, but it doesn't feel as rich as some of these other. <clears throat> but movies um, are. to be honest with you, with the story, I didn't care for it. I was really bored with it for a lot of the movie. Well, it's Bambi. It's Bambi. Boring. Bambi to begin with is not really exciting. Mm. Bambi two, which is just in the middle of Bambi. Which I guess is not really Bambi 2, but just Bambi in the middle. Yeah. I guess I don't know the reason for this movie. I've been trying to think about the reason for this movie. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's not a lot of this, because we saw this movie a couple days ago. Not a lot about this movie that I remember. 
there's one thing I do remember is that you can buy this movie online for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, Jesus. And you can't stream it. You have to buy it. I yeah. suggest not doing that. We actually went to <laughs> um, a uh, a used DVD uh, video place and uh, we got it for like ten bucks. Yeah. Um, and um, I didn't prefer this movie too much. Well, it um, it's okay. Yeah, but well, I'm almost but like, is, what's the point? This it's is like, something it's, too. It's that, like Monsters University for me. Yeah, well, but okay. So here's the deal: they have. This isn't the first time that Disney has done this. You take the existing story and you make you know take a period of time. So there's another uh, movie where they've done this, and it's uh, Beauty and the Beast: The Enchanted Christmas. Right. So there's a. Scene. So that's like a midquel. uh, It is mid-cool. It is. There's a scene in uh, Beauty and the Beast where they're talking about like, oh, look at this. Isn't this romantic? They're getting to know each other. Yeah. And they're like in the snow having a snowball fight. Well, (laughs) I think it takes place during all of that. So it's basically uh, it's Bella's, you know, learning to love the the beast and it's like Christmas time. So it takes place in the middle of Beauty and the Beast because it can't be afterwards because he's the beast again. This movie, though, like... uh, I get it. The animation's fine. It looks like it looks like Bambi, right? That yeah. The voiceover work is fine. Yeah, there's nothing tremendous about it. I do enjoy Patrick Stewart's performance, but really? it's almost like we don't get enough of him in a way. I almost want a little bit more of him. But like I was saying, Patrick Patrick Stewart's fine. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are fine about this movie, but it's almost like. I don't need to know more about his growing up. Yeah. Because in the movie, he grows up. Right, right. No, I get that. So if we're going, like, it's almost like it it deserved a prequel or a sequel and not a midquel. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I mean? They've done that with some others, but I I see where they were, like, what they kind of were trying to do. But so let let me tell you my thing. Like, there isn't a lot of story. I thought there were some interesting moments in the story. Um, the, but like Patrick Stewart, he's a person who I, I've seen him do such bit parts where he did them with gusto and he was like all about that. And to me, this seemed incredibly phoned in. It honestly, it's almost like the best part of the movie though. But he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and half the time he's just wandering around the, the Bambi was fine in and of itself. I like the, but it's a lot of like Bambi interacting with his. Fr- it's just more of the stuff that was in the original movie, but not really because we didn't know a lot about the father in the first movie. No, did we? we didn't. But no. like, it's a lot of Bambi playing with Thumper. Bambi yeah, that's true with- too. But then the interactions with the father, I get like like that being a story, but in itself, it's like we didn't need more of that story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if we, even if it was the father getting to know him, which was a lot of like, that was the, he's got some lessons to learn part. (laughs) It was Bambi was learning about being this prince, but he was also like at the same time, the great prince, the forest was learning about him and like learning. He starts playing with him and like, you know, also like what a terrible, like he was a terrible character. Like there was no arc to, it was like the only time I really liked Bambi for him, like yeah. I'm talking as the character, was when he when he jumped and when he did something prolific. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't want him to be around me. And I'm like, 
your father of the year. Like, I'm like, well, that's crap. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. But we, we, like, we have that much resolution to, to that. But that only happens, like, towards the last part. Like, right. there's no, that should have happened earlier, and it should have gotten oh. whatever. But um, the there were some interesting things, too, I thought, with, like, hunters and all that kind of stuff. Like, they had a lot of times where, like, dogs were after him. and um, like I agree were, with that. I, I found that tensed. Yeah. I found it. Uh, I found that probably a good part of it, like a good plot, because yeah. that reminds you of his mom, and he doesn't want to get shot, and he doesn't yeah. want to die like his mom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and there's but then a, I also felt like he didn't know what happened to his mom, like no one was explaining it to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he kind of figures it out, but I mean, we're talking like it's pretty quick. Like right. he's he, you know, he doesn't. He, eventually, he says like she's not coming back, is she? Yeah. Um. So there's a this bit where Rano, who is another fawn right. who has lost his spots already, and he's got his little nubbin horns, and he's just barely older than Bambi, but acts like a a proud boy. Um, yeah, for the most part, yeah, right. Like he's all like, "Hey, hey, baby," about everything. He's like the AC Slater of the deer world. <laughs> and uh, go make me a sandwich. Go make me a sandwich, baby. That's a girl's name. You know, yeah. she, that's actually a line from yeah. the movie. Yeah, and go I make went, me a yeah, sandwich, Feline. And I went, yeah, baby is a girl's name. Yeah, Bambi's not only a girl's name. Bambi is a stripper's name. It is. You know I mean? Or well, a cheerleader's a, name. He was a stripper deer. It's, he was a stripper deer. Um, you know, like, if you're going to watch this movie, do it like with a, a drinking game. Take a shot or a swig of your drink every time they say the word Bambi. Yeah, you'll be You'll be drunk within the first five minutes. They say so, Bambi so many times in this movie. So uh, Rano is talking about like how he, he saw a man and he barely got away. And he said that like the... The uh, man had a like a whistle or like a tube that basically uh, called him over there, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I was like, oh, he's talking about like a deer call. Mm-hmm. So later on, I liked this scene. I know what you're talking it was, about. It was fucking creepy. Yeah, kind of. So Bambi has this. He's walking, and he hears his mother's voice, and you hear it go, Bambi, or I'm here over here it's me and you hear like it basically calling out to him and he's walking well you realize it's the hunter doing the deer call right to to the deers it sounds like baby's dead mother's voice <laughs> but like to us it probably just sounds like deer right. yeah. yeah so i was just like ooh, that's creepy i never really thought yeah. about that yeah. That was freaky to me. Um, there is a scene where they all show up again—a very Bambi moment where they're all like showing up because they want to know how, um, what the if the groundhog sees a shadow, yeah, or not. What a pointless scene! It's a very pointless scene. Um, the groundhog—I just wanted to mention the groundhog is voiced by—it's a Brad Bird kind of moment. It's the director. Oh, he uh, he voiced the groundhog, and I was like, okay, okay fine. Um, but again, the voices are fine. The voices are fine. I couldn't quite hear. Ariel Winter, but maybe it's because she was young. I'm going to see she was. Had them, I think they had them pitch adjusted too. I think they, yeah, as the sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only that's the only thing that Thumper had going for him is that his subplot was that he has three or four sisters, and they all annoy him. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. 
And do they show? Are they there in the, the in the original? I mm-hmm. can't remember. Oh, are they okay? Mm-hmm. So he has five. He has five. Yeah, and in this movie he has four. So yeah. one of them presumably yeah. is dead. So speaking uh-huh. of dead, how you just uh, ate the rest of uh-huh. your Bambi right there? So yeah. that's yum. All right. Um, I really there's not a lot of plot to this movie. Not a lot going on. No. No, they're, and they're, and like, it, it has some, but it's so sparse. And it's intercut with, like, like just tra-la-la kind of stuff. It is very, tra- like, the, there's a, like, there's a song. I get, like, I, I guess, because it's 64 years later. And so you can't modernize it. You're stuck in that time. Yeah. So it's really hard to try to, like, kind of market this towards the kids now like in two, you know what I mean like in yes. 2005 yeah because you're still stuck in the 40s yes and so it's so boring yeah and they they tried it like they, they tried. I think they were like here's a story the story was 30 minutes long right but they needed to be an hour and 10 so there was just a lot of frolicking in between and there was a lot of frolicking I'm going in but there was a lot I mean I've seen frolicking more like less frolicking at a gay bar than than seriously than in Bambi too. There's a lot, and they're just walking around. Was that over at Frolics? It, it was. It was the, the gay bar Frolics. Frolics, yeah. Yes. It's no longer with us. It's two X's. It's two. It was two X's. Frolics. 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 <laughs> um, no. So yes, I will say though the drag queen Bambi was the there. Bambi. A Bambi. The great drag queen of the forest. <laughs> um, so, no, I think the thing that really that this movie does have going for it, though, um, like there's some there are some genuinely cute moments. And if I had very small children, yes, I'm sure they would like this. Yes, I'm I agree. Talking, like very small, but I, it would be like not important, it, you yet. know, like this is a good introduction. These are good introduction movies to kind of. When your kids into Disney, yeah, perfect. I understand that. If your kid's too young to understand story, but they're old enough that you want them to know about death, Bambies are perfect, perfect movies for this. That's perfect. great for them. Yes, perfect. <laughs> no, the one thing that the one thing that like I think above all else captivate did captivate me about this movie was um, the animation style. So it wasn't just completely updated. They took like pains to make it match the original animation. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like a very retro animation style. And like some of the colors that they use, you can tell they hand painted some of it. Right. And like, I mean, some of the, the animation is, is. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I don't animation. appreciate the fact that like they kind of painted themselves in the corner, no pun they intended, did. with the plot because Ink they had painted. to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. No, the, the, um, the animation style. I think from like a retro standpoint is fantastic. Like it's beautiful. Um, but it did just not enough to carry this movie. <laughs> like a lot of times we have a lot to say about a movie. A movie has a, a lot of plot to it. A lot of different characters. This one's really hard to talk about. And I'm not talking. It's not a bad movie by any means. It's not a bad movie at all. Right. Um, and in fact, as a sequel would go, 
it's fine. It delivers everything it should, right? Yeah. I just am thinking, why did you have to do this? This is a midquel and it doesn't make sense. Why not teenage angsty Bambi? Why can't we get more of that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, and later on they do more with like, um, you get stories with like the Lion King where it's a continuation of like his story or his family. Um, I think that they may have been like, no, hold on, let's try changing this around a little bit. I, I think sometimes they take these chances on them trying to see like what they can get out of it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think this was a chance. Like, yeah. This was a chance for them to do something. Yeah. They did it, and I just, it, did, it didn't, and, and you're right. Maybe it doesn't appeal to me because I'm, you know, uh, so many years old. I don't know. It's so many. So many. So very many. So very many, <laughs> folks. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I don't think, know. There's I nothing think, like, really to, to, to discuss, I think. If, if I was watching this with, like, I think back in the day when I would watch some movies like this with my goddaughters. Yeah. This would have been something they would have been, like, about. Because they could have been playing and happening and not missing anything. There's no story yet. Do you think we're spoiled for the fact of, like, the fact that a lot of animation nowadays just kind of also caters to the adult? Um, well. As well as the kid? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, we. I think that you have some that because even does a towards it, yeah, is is is, is like that. Even well, like, yeah, you I know mean, what like, I mean. Even between the Beast, yeah, even King, the Lion King. Well, yeah, all that stuff does. Maybe is not. But but so did but think about like Snow White and all those things back in the day. Like yeah. they had definite themes that were like, oh wait, this is probably like yeah. scary for kids. You know, yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, they just kind of bastardize. Like, Disney just takes these stories and bastardize what it really is. Yeah. Compared to what it should should be. But that's just an opinion. So I think it's really time to do our five questions. I mean... Is it now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's really not much else to talk about this movie. Right, that's true. You know, and I, I agree with you. If you, have some, if you have some young kids and you see Bambi 2 in a bargain bin, you can grab it if you want. Yeah. And I and I guarantee you they're going to be entertained. They're going to be entertained by like I was entertained by the skunk, and there was moments of thumber I was entertained by. Yeah. Bambi as itself as a character is boring to me. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just me. So yeah, yeah. I thought they could have done more with yeah. the, the growing up aspect. And every time I saw the owl, I just kept going a one, a you two, did. a three, crunch. I kept thinking. I'd like to sing uh, about the moon and the Juna and the spring. Because those, what? Those owls from like the Looney Tunes, the Merry Melodies. They would sing. Go. No? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't. No. I will. What post are it. these things that you're talking about? It was. It was like a what family are these of Merry owls. Melodies. They Merry all, Melodies. What are those? They all sing opera. I'm in a and Looney the, Tunes. And then the one of them loved to sing. He'd be like, I'd like to sing. Uh, about the moon and the Juna and the Springer. No. Like no. No. <laughs> the skies are blue and no. I love you and no. I love to sing. Although this is adorable that you're doing this. <laughs> no, I don't know this at all. Okay. Let's do our five I will questions. find it for you. Okay. 
What is the oh, best please, part of this movie? Please find it for me. I will find it for you. I totally want to see hopefully, that. Hopefully somebody out there I will totally to click on You know someone is and someone's like, yeah. Brad, come on. Somebody, you know this. Okay, somebody out there, please. I need to be vindicated. I guarantee please they, they, it, it does exist. Me. I'm not doubting you that it does exist. Why are you doubting? I'm just also saying you're crazy. That's all <laughs> well, Those aren't mutually exclusive. Yes, it is. You know. it <laughs> so, is it's, not a, it's not a club of one. I'm crazy as well, so don't worry. <laughs> What's the best part of the movie? The best part of this movie, I really did enjoy, like you said, the animation, um, and um, and there is some some voiceover work that's fine, um, and that's all I have to say about what's good about this movie. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's fine. It's a fine movie. There's nothing. Look, there's nothing to shit upon this movie about. No, you know what I mean. And if if anyone tells you that Bambi Two is awful. Well, they're kind of an idiot for saying that because Bambi Two is not awful. No, you know? it's not awful. It's this is not an awful movie. This is just fantastic. there's just not a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and kind of, I did enjoy the fact of um the the the, the kid that did do Bambi did a really good job mm-hmm. when he was like um uh, feeling scared or feeling yes. anxious. You did. You did hear that in his voiceover work. Yeah. So I would probably say that was probably the best part of the movie. You? Um, I'm. I thought about this a little bit, and I had a couple. Like I, I wanted to originally go, touch on like the action sequences mm-hmm. uh, because there's, there's a few of them that we are fantastic. Time. Like there's uh, Bambi where he's almost you know in a, a brush with the hunters. There's Bambi yeah. where he's fighting Rano. Like he's he's basically button heads with this other deer. The uh, porcupine, where he's trying to cross the no with oh. Rano the other deer. Oh, the, the Rano the, the other deer, proud boy deer. Yeah. Um, like he's fighting him, um, Bambi, where he's like outrunning the he's look, saving. Look, there's good deers on both sides. Okay, <laughs> uh, there's Bambi where he's trying to save uh, uh, his Mina, his replacement mother. Like he's right. trying to save her from a hunter, and he yeah. is being brave and doing that, which I liked him seeing him do that. Um, those scenes are all very good, but like, I think the things even with those that I enjoyed was the animation part, like the, the retro style Mm -hmm. kind of animation. It was this interesting blend of like this retro ink and paint look, Mm -hmm. but at the same time they had very like modern ways of animating and expressing half the time. Like I thought Patrick Stewart was not like super into the, like he did fine with the voice, but he wasn't super into it. Like he, I don't think he had to be because of his voice. But like there were moments where I was like, right. Okay. Where, where the animation was so expressive. Let's go with it. That you were like, okay. Yeah. Like it, it, it heightened it. And so like, I think above everything else, like I think the animation, like Uh, if you were going to watch this for anything, watch this, for the animation and then look at like Bambi, the original one and look at how similar those styles are and like, just be impressed with the fact yeah, that these guys like, especially they, 64 years later, you should yeah. probably be impressed well, by that. They could, they could have easily done this with computers or right. with like more modern mm-hmm. techniques, but they, it, it looks very stylized for the forties. Sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, second question, reboot, continue or cancel. Um, you know, I there's not a lot here to to go on. Like, if you're going to do this, build some more mythology to it. Yeah. Cancel. See, I think I think you should. 
based on this movie alone, you, yeah. you want to continue. Well, I think I think you should come back to the story where uh, Bambi is trying to find his place in the world after college. Rano is a car salesman who uh, gets loud with people at the bar. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> oh, I'm it. sorry. That was sarcasm. Cancel it. Yeah, cancel I, it. You know what? Like. I take that back. Like the only way that I'd be okay with a like a, a continuation of a Bambi story or like a spin-off of a Bambi story or whatever would be to give it like the tailspin kind of treatment where you like set the forest world like in a That's what I mean. Setting. I need more like I mean more mythology and I need you to build that and I need it to be have some tongue in cheek to it. Yeah. And I need it to be more modernized, but and you can do that in a way where you don't have to like destroy yeah. the 40s of it, but right. you can modernize it. Yeah, in a way. like I the look humor. at like Tailspin yeah. piece of it. Like Tailspin obviously is like spun off from Jungle. It's using the same things from Jungle Book, but it's its right. own kind of world. But cancel it. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah, probably the best option. Uh, does this stand on its own? No. <laughs> no. I don't even know. Where's, like, where's Bambi's mom? She died. Well, they show that at the beginning. Yeah, they make but, sure that they're like. Hey, remember this? Like that's what it was like. With. Who's this guy? You know, <laughs> who the fuck's this who guy? The fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Prancer? Yeah, from the movie oh Prancer. My God, it's Prancer from Prancer. All time I was like, is you Prancer from the movie Prancer? He's the great prince of the forest. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't stand on its own. No, I don't think so either. And nor should it because it's in the middle of a fucking movie. Yeah, you really can't. <laughs> you can't. Uh. <laughs> I guess I wonder if that's the thing about midquels. They really can't. No, they really I mean, don't. you can't really. I mean, no, I mean, not they really, really. Don't. Eh. I, anyway. Unless you take like a character, like a side character, right? Yeah. From a movie that's not really in the first movie a lot. Yeah. And build a story with that. What happens in the middle? What happens with him and kind of keep that kind of separate. You really, I mean, it doesn't hold up. It so, like, if you're if you're a director or a writer, make sure that you always have a character in the middle of your movie who's like, "Hey guys, will you excuse me for a minute?" and then shows up <laughs> hours later, right? So that so they like, could be okay, like, "Oh, that's no, a whole other story." Like, beyond, like, there's a, okay, the movie Summer School, okay, okay. There's a kid in Summer School that goes and he goes to the bathroom, and then we don't see him until the final of the movie, okay. Let's get a midquel of that, okay? I want to know what happened to that Are kid. Going Quentin Tarantino. He's, he was like, his zipper got stuck. Yeah. So he was in the bathroom for like seven weeks for summer school. Yeah. There you go. Also, also, if you really want to trip, Wicca Mark Harmon. He is amazing in all the connections that he has. What? Wicca Mark Harmon. Wikipedia. Over at Mark Harmon Wiki. Yeah. Wikipedia. Wiki Harmon. Yeah, Wiki Harmon. Wiki Mark Harmon. He's Please married don't. to he's married to Pam Dauber. Okay. Who's Mindy. Yeah. His um his one sister was married to Ricky Nelson. Who so that means his his nephews are the Nelson twins. And his other sister married John DeLorean. What's going on with that? I'm just saying. And this has been another rant brought to you by Herm- Herman James. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first one? Absolutely not. No, me neither. I thought it was boring beforehand. It makes me want to research more about Mark Harmon. <laughs> yes, good. 
Yeah. Um, how about Angie Harmon? They're, I don't think they're related. They're not related. No, they're not related. No. I don't think so, though. No. Um, but my mom doesn't know I was that. really I was really disappointed when I found out that Clay Duvall, Shelley Duvall, and Robert Duvall were <laughs> stop, not related. Stop, Okay, now we're just going down a rabbit hole. Uh, so, a thumper hole. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so watching the first no, one. No, I don't no, I, I don't want to watch the first one. Well, I told you before we started this, I'm like, man, I thought I, don't remember I always it. thought Bambi was boring. What do you remember about Bambi one? His mom gets shot and then Thumper, you know, does that well, thing with his No, I remember those are the two things you remember. I remember no, 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 no. No, no don't no, tell me otherwise. Hold on. I remember uh him being a baby. <laughs> I remember like him being young, basically. Sure. The, the beginning. I remember Thumper thumping his foot on things. I remember Flower saying, he can call me Flower if he wants to. That was my Flower. Is Flower gay? Well, he's sheepish or oh, okay. sweet. Gotcha. I don't know. Sure. He okay. can call me Flower if he wants to. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then there was, I remember his mom gets shot. Uh, I remember him like sliding around on the ice too. His mom gets shot. He leaves with the big deer. And then I remember him being grown up. I think there was a forest. <laughs> did you fire remember him too? I don't know. Yeah. Then you remember him trying out for the Mighty Ducks. What do you mean he slid on ice? He was like walking on the ice and was sliding okay. around because on his stupid little doe oh, legs. And like that's or another part of this legs. movie that I'm like because it's in the middle of winter, right? So it's like between, you know, winter and spring. So yeah. there's not like a lot that you can it's, go. With. It's that part that everybody loves. Where it's that, still kind of snowy and mushy. Totally make a movie about this. But the grass is not ready. But the grass is but not the there. pretty flower. Perfect. It is the best part. What's our next question? <laughs> uh, sum up your experience in two words. Uh, is pointless one word? Because it just deserves one word. Pointless. Pointless midquel. It's pointless. And that's all. That's all I got about this movie. Mark Harmon. <laughs> I'm going to say... Her sister married John DeLorean. Oh what is God. that? What is oh that? What is that? Um, I'm going to say Dear John because I feel like <laughs> the dear... You should have wrote a letter is, to get out of this no, movie. No, I feel like... Listen, let me say my bit. Damn it. Go ahead. Dear John. God, it's okay. ruined now. No, go ahead. Because I feel like the deer got a hold of this movie and shit all over it. <laughs> Dear John, can I? Can I? Mine is Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Because you want to do Christopher for walking impression. I don't know what. Like, what do you? I, I don't know what you want. I. You know, I was never. Big oh, what, on, well, what the fuck you want? Yosemite. Yosemite. Is that what you want? I was never. No, the United <laughs> States isn't big. the greatest. I was country. never big on like hunting and stuff like that, but yeah. this movie makes me want to take it up. <sighs> this movie does want me to take it up. You know? I never see people, but I always see like they always have like rabid dogs they send after everybody. It's like, it's I weird. don't understand what well, like in it drives me nuts in, in Bambi movies. Yeah. I don't know if it does with you, but like uh, where it's like the deer can talk, the rabbits can talk, but like certain animals can't then talk. Yeah. That always drives me like I the birds the, can't talk. The the owl talks. Yeah, but the they, but the cardinals can't talk. No, because fuck you, but cardinals. They, but they definitely fuck. Those, those well, there's birds. like oh, we forgot to mention that yeah. there was a big orgy like scene it, with with, the, with birds. the birds. Yeah, 
they that happens with, like right in front of the the owl. Yeah, they and I'm like, what lot. the fuck is going on with? And then he goes, meh, Twitter painted, and then flies to a new <laughs> yes. tree because they are not stopping. No and that's where they got Twitter like, from, please. right? They got the the name Twitter from the, yeah. this movie. Yes, perfect. So there you go. So you've been deuced on that one. Yep. Um, a lot going on in that review, and yep. nothing going on in that review. So, we're gonna finish our quotes coming up. Yeah, um, one more. we're gonna do an interquel. Interquel. Um, and that is a movie that takes place during two different movies. Yes. So we are gonna do Rogue One. Rogue which One happens during uh, between ep- Star Wars Episode Three and Star Wars Episode Four, or as I like to call, just the crawl of Episode Four. Yes, pretty much that is, is true. Rogue One. Yeah. Right? I had somebody try telling me just recently that Rogue One actually takes place at the same time as the first movie. And I'm like, no. 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 How is that even possible? No. They they were like, but the Death Star is already like... But we're like, no. But they're trying to get plans to the Death Star. That's the scroll. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. All right. Folks, you've been deuced. Show you how it looks through mine.